Today, Glenda Lee Allen Vossler talks with Saskatchewan's insect and pest management specialist, Dr. James Tanzi. What are some insect issues that producers should really be on the lookout for right now? What are you hearing? I think, uh, yeah, primarily, I think with the hot, dry weather, although we are set to get cold uh, uh, this uh, this uh, in the next week, uh, obviously flea beetles and canola. So philatreta species flea beetles, that is the striped flea beetle uh, and the crucifer flea beetle, uh, they like it warm and dry, and they can uh, do a lot of uh, a lot of damage in a very short time. Uh, so once that crop starts to come up, uh, I think it's really important for uh, for growers and agronomists to keep an eye out for those ones. That extends into uh, into Alberta as well. Um, last I heard, in southern Alberta, the uh, the uh, uh, the flea beetles are up, and it sounds like some of the crops are starting to come up. But I haven't heard any major reports of damage yet. In the Saskatoon area, striped flea beetle has been up for some time now, some weeks. Uh, an important consideration for this, though, is that uh, they don't all they don't all pop up at the same time. Uh, so you've got uh, a relatively protracted emergence period. So they, they'll they'll peak, you know, mid May. So right about now, towards the end of May, uh, and uh, that's the striped flea beetle, and they they come up a little bit earlier than the crucifer flea beetle. Usually, at, you know, at least a couple of weeks earlier usually peak a couple of weeks earlier. Uh, so the south in Saskatchewan, you know, Regina area and south is still dominated by the crucifer flea beetle. Parts north are dominated by the striped flea beetle. So uh, damage is, is pretty much equivalent, although there is, there, there is uh, some indication that striped flea beetles can be slightly more damaging. Um, but, uh, yeah, of course, the, the consideration is that that emergence can be really drawn out they're going to hunker down on, on brassicaceous weeds, and they can stay there for a long time. Uh, and the adults of uh, flea beetles can live for months. So, yeah, you know, they'll, they'll be around for a while and, uh, and just waiting for those crops to come out. Have you heard of any big issues as of yet? Not yet. No, it's, uh, I'm still seeing a lot of seeding down here. So uh, I know seeding has progressed a little bit faster in other parts of the province, uh, but uh, uh, I have heard no uh, major issues with flea beetles as of yet. But they can do a lot of damage in that crop. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, I think even with seed dressings, because the uh, you know, the seed dressing, of course, they're they're systemic. They're they're you know they're they're going to be influenced by uh, you know by the ambient moisture conditions and their ability to, to draw that uh, that insecticide into the plant tissue is going to be influenced by moisture conditions. But even under ideal conditions, the uh, the uh, the flea beetles are going to munch on those plants a little bit, uh, and they need to to get a to get a dose of the poison, right? So uh, so if, it, it's a bit of a numbers game. If there's lots of flea beetles, they can do a lot of damage. You know, they're you know they're they're showing up and and feeding and 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 being dissuaded or killed, uh, and they're just lined up behind them. Uh, then you can still see a, you know accumulation of a fair bit of damage other key insect issues producers should be aware of now yeah one one that uh that uh, because it is warm and dry to both redback and pale western cutworm uh like like conditions that are dry so it's i think it's important for growers and uh, and uh, scouts to keep an eye out for those ones uh so look for uh, look for areas of, of clearing in fields uh areas with uh, with uh, plants cut off you know growing growing bare patches and uh, and sample around the edges of those bare patches to determine if it is in fact uh, uh cutworms that are causing that damage and there there are a number of control products we can use i've been talking with provincial insect and pest management specialist 
Dr. James Tansy. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Vossler. Thanks, Glendalee. Joining us now is Shane Hederson with Clean Farms to give us an update on what's happening in Manitoba. Manitoba Conservation and Climate, uh, they've been funding a, a pilot program for the collection of agricultural plastics for several years. And uh, just recently, they've signaled that they want that program to be a permanent uh, stewardship program. So we've, we've actually submitted a program plan to the ministry uh, just in the past couple of months. And we're waiting for, for final approval of that. But, uh, you know, pending approval, it means that those pilot programs will be available uh, across the province to every grower, uh, you know, basically to, to expand and, and ensure that the, the programs are accessible to, to everyone and uh, that we can collect, well, you know, we'll, we'll try to collect 100% of all of the, uh, the ag plastics that are out there in Manitoba. So it's a great time for, for Manitoba growers to, to get in tune with them. Um, the sustainability programs that are, are happening. I just wanted to touch a little bit on the on the livestock side of things as well. Um, you know, talk about some of the items you're collecting there. Yeah, so for the livestock, uh, you know, we've got several programs geared towards livestock uh, uh, producers. Number one would be our obsolete uh, pesticide and livestock medication collection program. That's a, that's a program that's been running for a long time, and it runs uh, every three years in each province. So Manitoba, we just completed, I believe it was last year. So, uh, you know, we've got a schedule up on our website and uh, growers can, if they've got old and unwanted medications, they can hold on to them until the next time we're in town and they can get rid of those for free. Um, the other programs that we've got in place are uh, basically uh, the other ag plastics that, uh, that livestock producers use. So thinking bale wrap, silage film, silage tarp, silage bags, uh, and as well, baler twine. Um, now, all of these different uh, materials are accepted through through programs uh, throughout the, the province and throughout the prairies in different capacities. Some are in pilot stage, some are transferring to, uh, to permanent programs. But at the end of the day, our vision at Clean Farms uh, and for Canadian agriculture is really to have zero plastic waste on farms. So all of these different materials, if it's a plastic that's used on farm, it's in our sites uh, and things are rolling out, uh, you know, over the, the course of the years as, as governments are, are tuning in to the conversations that are happening on farm about these wastes and uh, municipalities, um, you know, uh, contribute to the conversation as well about what's ending up in landfill and what we can divert to, to end uses other than landfill, of course. If farmers want to find out more, um, where can they go for that information? Definitely. Uh, they should head over to cleanfarms.ca. There's a lot of information on our website, uh, you know, a couple clicks based on what, uh, where you're located, whether it's in Manitoba or other provinces. All of our different programs are listed there, along with, most importantly, our contact information. So if anybody has any questions and they can't find the information on the website, always reach out to one of us. We're a small team and we've always got people ready to uh, answer the phones. And if we're already on the phone, we'll, we'll definitely give a, a call back. That was Shane Hederson, Western Region Business Manager with Clean Farms. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email the farm desk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Knute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.